Welcome to another episode of Fair Faithful Podcast. I'm Brandon Freeman, joined by me is my co-host Christian Dyer. So we got special guest Niner Sickness Podcast, Beto himself. How we doing, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Doing all right. What's going on, Izzy? Damian, what's going on? Bryant, welcome back. We are waiting for Dion and 49er Media to show up, uh, but they're late. But we're going to go ahead and start off the show. Cowboy Angel, what's going on? Um, All right, guys. Let's talk about it. Let's get your uh, overreaction to the 49ers versus Dolphins game. Um, So start off. Defense gave up a 75-yard touchdown on the first play of the game. Um, let's talk about that first. What did you guys think? Uh, what was your thought process as soon as that happened? Uh, Beto, go ahead first. Uh, they blew it, man. They was they weren't they weren't set up back in the secondary, uh, and they weren't expecting that. I, that should have. I mean, you couldn't avoid that that passing catch. Uh, it would have been at least what 15, 20 yards tops. But uh, it was further than that. Uh, you know what I mean? And that was on uh, our, our best linebacker, man. That was on uh, Fred Warner. So uh, it sucked, but it happens. But you know what? D'Amico Ryan's uh, tightening up his belt and said, all right, you, you want to go there? We'll punch you in the face. We'll slow your ass down. And that's what they did. They slowed him down, and we kept them in check until the last part. But we kept them in check for the most of the game. And 17 points to a high-efficient offense like them, that's not bad. Yeah. Christian, what are your thoughts? So my first thought was like, oh, it's going to be this, huh? Like I was like, all that talk about this good offense, and then that's what we do, freaking get caught <laughs> sleeping. The speed. But then I was kind of like, well, let's see how the how, how it goes from here. I was kind of like, oh. I was kind of feeling annoyed, like, oh, God damn it. I hate when that – it changes my mindset when stuff like that happens right away. So I was like, oh, fuck, it's going to be like this the whole game. Um, and then the next drive, Jimmy breaks his foot. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck, it is going to be like this game. But luckily, <laughs> it turned out a lot better than I had originally thought it was going to be because obviously that's the thing about this defense. We're really, really good, but we have a lot – we'll blow blow a lot of coverages or like it costs mm-hmm. us the, the game against the Bears in week one. We blow coverages that cost – that hurt us. So, like, that's the thing about this defense. We'd be unstoppable, and then, boom, one blown coverage, and there's a team scoring a big touchdown. It's kind of been this defense a little bit all year. Um, But I get it, too, because the way we play defense, the way these guys jump routes, the way these guys play fast, it's going to happen. It shouldn't shouldn't be happening, but I understand why it does. And a lot – some of these guys are, you know, young. Jump routes. If Hufunga (laughs) – um, Gibson, I guess, not being young, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have taken a terrible angle. But Fred mm-hmm. should have been better and posi- been better position on that touchdown, the first one. Um, I don't even know where Hufunga was, but yeah, that that job, I think we just got caught sleeping. I just don't think we were ready. Um, I was worried about that too. Just um, start the game was was playing the Dolphins in a zone defense with how fast they get the ball out would hurt us and then obviously they get the ball out super fast on and they score a touchdown. So yeah. 
So um, for those of you in the chat and you guys are watching off Twitter, go ahead and go over to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com backslash Fair Faithful Podcast 49. We do we can't see your comments or in the chat on Twitter. I don't know what's going on with Twitter, but it's been like that for a while now since they updated it from Periscope. So uh, once again, you guys go over to youtube.com backslash Fair Faithful Podcast 49 and uh, we'll get your comments on there. Uh, Jerome, what's going on? He says Kyle needs to stop holding Mason back from feeding him like a fat kid. That's true. Yeah, it's it's hard to figure out how Kyle's going to handle the running backs. We kind of just have to go with – as frustrating as it is, at least we saw some good carries from Mason, uh-huh. and he made, all, he made the best of it. So what was annoying me is every time – as many times as I've seen uh, McCaffrey running – in between the tackles and going nowhere every time i'm like it's not even worth like he's better it's better to have him out there on third down it's better to you know have him run outside you know outside off you know off tackle whatnot on you know stretch plays and stuff but if you're going to run between the middle just hand it to mason because he was getting three four yards because he doesn't go down after first contact he's not easy to tackle he runs hard it's better if we're going to run like because there was dri- there were drives where we were starting at second and long that were hurting us because we we're running the running the ball in the middle with McCaffrey and going nowhere. Like, yeah, McCaffrey's a great running back, a great running back, but between the tackles, I'd rather put a big guy that's going to plow through people than a smaller guy who's more finesse. Oh, David. So that's the only thing I see is like, I know Kyle's trying to establish the run game and establish a certain running back, but he should just buy into the not go with the hot hand as much this year because it's different this year and just go with what works on what play. And if you're going to run between the tackles, you need to run Mason because he's going to get us positive yardage. Most of the time, I feel a lot better with him running between the tackles than I do McCaffrey. Um, Yeah. That's for sure. He needs, we need to find a good medium when it comes to the run game. Um, So, you know, because I, especially with Purdy now being the guy I want, we need to really establish the run game more than we have lately. Like I know everybody always says, well, the Niners got a good run game. Yeah, well, we run it okay, but we need it to be even better because that's going to really help out Purdy. If we can start to actually like get four or five yards each time we run the ball because, you know, so I really want to see the run game get better yeah. as the rest of the season. So um... – all right, so that was my next question. So Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. Supposedly he broke his foot at the time that we knew before all the reports came out more today. Um, what it's was still guys- broken, right? No, it's not. Oh, I thought I said it was broken. It just wasn't a Liz Frank. I don't Um, But I'm going to go ahead and ask this question. What were you guys' thought process uh, after we heard about Jimmy being out the rest of the game and everything? Brock Purdy coming in. Um, media, let's get your thoughts when that happened. Yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of interesting because obviously it happened. And it, to me, it, it reminded me of, like, it's a different injury, but it also remind, it looked similar to what Trey Lance is injured in terms of how he got hurt. Um, and so it's kind of interesting because when we were watching on, when I was watching on TV, I, I didn't see the cart come out. It, it, I only knew about that because from, you know, the, the 49ers, like beat reporters tweeting it out. I, I didn't even know he 
there was a cart coming out. So as soon as I knew that, I was like, okay, there it's something bad. But let's just hope, you know, it's nothing too crazy. Um, and then, you know, Brock Purdy comes in and I, I think does a really good job. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think he was gonna be out for the season <laughs> at the initial thing. I, I thought he maybe misses like four weeks, maybe three, four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Beto, go ahead. Yeah. Um when he first went out, I didn't I mean I seen him go down. I'm like, oh man, they sacked him again. I go, but it didn't look, I mean, from the eye, it didn't look like he got hurt. It just it was taken down. And then I heard the announcers mentioning about uh Brock loosening up. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then I've seen the cart take Jimmy away. And Listen, as good as Brock did, and I hope he continues to be better because that's we need him to. Uh, Jimmy was playing good ball. Jimmy was playing good ball. He wasn't turning it over, um, and uh, it sucks. It sucks right. because we're gonna find out what we have in Brock. But when you're, I don't care who it is. When you have to go to your third string quarterback, um, it's tough. The good thing is we have a great defense and we have a good run game. And let's be honest, Brock did not, you know, the only thing he very, very much lacks in is experience in the with in the NFL. But he played four years in college in the Pac-12. So he played against some good defenses. He has some good experience. Um, and for what he showed me in that game, in that particular game that we were talking about earlier, but that play that we were talking about earlier about where uh, the defender came right into his face. He looked right into the eye of the barrel. And he still went ahead and threw that pass for a first down to Kittle. He did not get uh he did not get scared. He didn't move. He didn't he knew what he had to do and he stood there. He knew he was gonna get hit. And that showed me a lot about this kid. Now can Kyle now this is where Kyle's really gonna have to become a great play caller and see how he can utilize this kid. But are we gonna miss Jimmy? Yes. Uh, the fact that he might come back in the playoffs, that is uh, hopeful, but we don't know what condition he'll be in. We don't know how he'll be then. Uh, but if this kid Brock does good, sometimes you just got to write the, that hot hand. Hopefully he, he stays hot. And it's not one of those because, hey, Nick Mullins played really good against the Raiders. And then we all saw how it happened afterwards. So let's see. And I don't think he's uh, anywhere near as Nick Mullins. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens with the Brock in the future. Uh, Christian? Uh, well, my first thought, I didn't notice at first until, like, again, like Beto said, the announcers, and then, like, some, like, I didn't know right off the bat. And then my first thought was, oh, shit. Like, what do we do now? Who do we find? Um, mostly it was like, ah, oh, well, our season's over. That's it. Um, let's just get the season over with and get, move on to the next. Um, and then I was just kind of riding out the rest of the game to see how it was going. But then, you know, surprisingly, we were still moving the ball and started scoring some points. And I was like, oh, damn, well, this I didn't think we were going to win after Jimmy going down. And then we we started kept putting up points. Like, Purdy looked pretty decent. Um, I I was excited how he was playing at the time, but I also wasn't getting, like, overly crazy because – I know he played good, but I still don't trust anything from our, a third-string quarterback who was drafted at the end of the seventh round, who 
you know, we know lacks an arm strength. Um, he, you know, he also like did, even though he did play four years, he played in an extremely, extremely, extremely run heavy offense at Iowa state. Like they were 100% fully run heavy. So it's not like he was torching defenses with his arms those four years. So I was kind of like when it first happened, I was pretty, I was, I was bummed because I actually was like looking forward to the Brady Garoppolo thing. Like I know I'm not a huge fan of Garoppolo at times, but just, just the thought of the them two finally playing against each other was actually kind of exciting. Um, I was trying to have hope for Jimmy to like, okay, well let's see if he can give us a legitimate game in the playoffs. Is he going to be the t- same old, crappy playoff Jimmy or is he finally going to give us a game where like damn all right here we go we finally got you know a game where Jimmy looks really good and gives us some gives us a couple touchdowns doesn't turn the ball over I was actually looking forward to seeing if that was going to happen this year so I'm I'm, I was I'm definitely bummed that he's he's out for that and then I was I've not been on the Purdy train like most people like I'm not hating on him or anything but if you're somewhat of a decent decent player especially in Kyle's offense any any quarter any quarterback can go in there and look good for a little while but we have no there no teams have any film on Purdy he's actually going to probably he might benefit a little bit against Buccaneers cuz there's still not enough film yet but we'll see how he does against the Bucks and then after that teams are going to have legitimate film on him and i think that's what what i what i'm worried about like we need to at least get to two more wins this season. And are we going to be able to with Purdy really worries me because once teams have film on him, can he still produce? Like, is he, is he still able to move the ball and score points? Because we need to, all we got to do is score 24, 30 points a game and we're going to win. We're not going to give up over 30 points a game to anybody. So all we need is a couple, you know, Four touchdowns drives. You know, I know it's a lot to ask, but as long as we can, you know, put some points on the board, maybe it can work with Purdy, but I'm, I'll believe it when I see it in multiple weeks. Like it's going to have to be not just next week him playing. Okay. I'm gonna have to see it against the Seahawks after that against the commanders after that. Like I haven't, that is going to take me a while to make me a believer of Purdy because I'm not buying into the coming in off the bench and playing well in an offense designed for that, any quarterback to be able to do that. So I'm it's going to take me a while to really get onto it because like you guys saw with me in the chat, I was way hundred percent pro getting another quarterback. Yeah. Sadly, there's no, there's nobody else we can get, which really sucks, but here's my thing. You guys agree he played a Jimmy Garoppolo type game on Sunday? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure if you didn't look at the jersey, you couldn't tell who was playing. I know. Yeah. And but he looked. Uh, I I feel like he looked better than Jimmy did a little bit. I only yeah, saw because I think he looks. Sorry, I'll let you go ahead. And I, then I was just gonna say I only thought. saw one. Sorry, Angel. I was only I no, only saw good. one really bad rookie mistake, and that was the running into the sack. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have to. He didn't have to run out of the pocket. He could have stepped up in the pocket and had some room. He mm-hmm. runs out um, and, get, and runs into a sack. That that's the biggest rookie mistake I saw. Like, yeah, the interception. I can understand. Kind of, you know, being a rookie, he's not. You know, he 
probably stared down Ayuk and then it was a punt. It wasn't an interception. No, because like McCaffrey was wide open for the first down. Kyle designed designed it right, but maybe those kind of things, if with some more practice with the first team, part Purdy Mm -hmm. will see and he'll be Mm -hmm. able to trust Kyle when Kyle tells him this is going to be here. Maybe Purdy will be able to do it. That those reps could help hopefully with the first team, but I didn't see too many mis- too many rookie mistakes, which is good. But he's gonna it, it's gonna be interesting to see him against the Bucks and how many rookie mistakes he makes because he he can make rookie mistakes, but they have to be ones we can overcome. They can't be crushing ones like Nick Mullins throwing it right to the freaking defender all the damn time kind um, of mistakes. Go ahead, Jerry. media. What were you gonna say? Yeah. So no, you're all good. Don't worry about it. Um. So, yeah, I, th- I think Purdy, the most impressive thing to me was the windows because I did not know Purdy had that in, in him. That was just extremely impressive to me. Like, I was like, damn, Purdy, you, you can do that. She liked so that Baron. quick release, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he kind of reminds me of a Jimmy G and a little bit of Nick Mullins. Seriously. But he has yes. a fast release, and that's actually yeah, a really, really good out that spiral, yeah. too. But the, the one mm-hmm. thing is, like, yeah. he, he doesn't really have, you know, the the ball in terms of, like, how he throws it. That's still work. He just doesn't have the arm strength. Like, he has a quick yeah. release, but the deep ball is going to not still be here. Like, no. Because he hard, had CMC, hard. like, wide open, like, on yeah. the – He also side. had Brandon Ayuk wide Over open, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, that one he, he even admitted to fucking up too. But I, that, that's the thing is he'll watch the film, though. And but that's like, where okay. practice comes in. It's just the, I yeah, worry exactly. about, like, that one. Film Debo, practice. Even though Debo was interfered with, uh, that one he threw to Debo, he was late. You know, that's a, kind of a rookie miss. You know, it's hard with the timing because he's not used to Debo. But he was a little late, but – it's also Debo's interfered with, but you know, with arm strength, he might have still been able to. We might have been able to complete he that ball. He played pretty well for like just having to come in and like. Yeah, no, I agree. I just worry about with, you know the arm. Strength. Whenever you do, you get a W, uh, these little mistakes can yeah. be definitely easier to fix when the yeah. W than it is with the L. Exactly. Yeah, because then you're like, oh shoot, we need to fix this, 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 yeah. this, this. Yeah. Those longer I mean, throws definitely worried me though, because like they float up. Not that it's not a really beautiful tight spiral, but they take a long time to get yeah, there. Yeah, that that's what I was trying to say. Like I think that's something yeah. with the yeah. CMC miss is that because the ball takes so long to. Mm-hmm. So get there. he's not able to. I'm gonna it. I'm gonna show something real quick. Okay. Um, Brandon Ayuk was on the show airing it out. Um. Oops. And he, he talks about how Brock Purdy, um, you know, he takes responsibility of his his mistakes that he did on Sunday and everything like that. He also and, told Ayuk, Birdie, Purdy also told Ayuk that he's going to give him the ball. Like he's going to yeah. get him, the, he's going to get him his. So mm-hmm. Ayuk's going to be happy when he hears that too. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> let's click that real quick. Jimmy G gets hurt now. You got Brock Purdy coming from Iowa State, who was the last pick of the draft. And you don't make these decisions. Baker Mayfield just gets released. And everybody, all the 49ers are claiming. Are you comfortable finish the rest of the season when right, Brock Purdy is a Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, first of all, people want to people talk about the, the, the performance he had. We're talking about a backup quarterback. You say Mr. Irrelevant, seven-round draft pick, a quarterback in his rookie season, and he it's beyond how he played. It's the, the preparation throughout the week when you don't even think you have a chance to even touch the field. You still prepare to go out there and, and give yourself a chance to perform. 
That's he why played he well yesterday. It. He looked good to me. That's why I can respect it. He gave himself a chance to perform because the way that he prepared when he didn't even think there was a chance in hell that he was going to play. And when that moment came, he played well. And he came up, even I came up to me, he came up to me earlier, just right before I came in here, man, I miss you on a few things. That's on, that's on me. Just know, just know I'm going to get better and I'm going to feed you. As a receiver, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, damn, you ain't got to tell me. You got to apologize to me. But I feel it. I, like, I, I, I feel the energy. So it's like, I don't care who on the way or what they talking about out there. I'm, let me rock, I'm rocking with DP for sure. Look, man. He's, the, the one thing I'd say other than um, with Purdy, other than his uh, quick release, is that, that kid, that guy, he plays with so much heart. Yep. You can't oh, yeah, no, that. the swag he has, too. Teach. Like, he was doing the crazy, like, celebrate. Yeah. But you can't teach that kind of heart. Like, he plays with so much heart, and that can – he that loves can, the game of football. They can he loves up, football. Lift up your teammates too when you play with that kind of heart, like that energy. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, I just wanted to mention something real quick. I don't know if I've really seen Jimmy do this as much, but the nice thing I loved about Brock Purdy is he noticed the play clock, and when it went down, he just went automatically. Yeah, that takes. That even Kyle said that takes balls that he did that. Yeah, he didn't. Like, I did that twice, and, I'm and like, hopefully oh, they'll fix that. That's man. because uh, the play took forever for him to adjust yeah. the play. But mm-hmm. once he practices and gets better with the play calling, that the, they'll preserve those. Uh, I didn't exactly. like those uh, timeouts, but they were necessary. Kyle said that he did something that I don't think Jimmy's even done much. Is he adjusted? He adjusted the, that that pass he did throw to Kittle. He apparently made adjustments at the line. Told Kittle. Where to go, wow. and then made that throw. Yeah, he was making changes he is, in the line. Yeah. Than we These kids are smart, son of a bitch. He was going like audibles. I, I want to be positive, but I okay. I, I I'm excited, but I got to see more to believe in him. But I yeah. am excited, so don't take that. I am excited for the possibility that he can be no, I a totally good, a good backup in this. Let me ask you guys this question. You guys know where, to, and I'm not comparing him to him. I want him to be our Nick Foles, Tom Brady. Okay. Seven six round quarterback that was drafted one ninety yeah, to be a backup. Okay, a fringe mm-hmm. little guy. They never saw him what he is today. Now, back then, if I would have told you Tom Brady was going to be a seven time Super Bowl champion, and you would have laughed at me and probably just coming in because it was. Re- I, I'm not saying Brock is going that direction, but all I'm saying is when you get your opportunity and you make your best of it, I don't care where you get drafted. I don't care if you're ra- drafted in the first round, seventh round. If you True. take advantage of your opportunity and show everybody, show the world who you're made of, hey, this is when you get your opportunity. Look at uh, Warner for the Rams when he came in for uh, uh, when he came in with Weston and got hurt and took him straight to the Super Bowl. This guy was shopping. It was this guy was bagging. Groceries in the supermarket. Oh, uh, and took Kurt her. Warner with Kurt the Warner, Rams. yeah. With the Rams, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Kurt Warner. So we're gonna find out a lot about Brock in this game against uh, Tampa Bay. But I'm really gonna, we're really gonna find out more about him in Seattle. Seattle in Seattle in the hostile environment. Mm-hmm. That's where we're on gonna Thursday, find on a short week. Yep. On a short week. And a short week, yes. Yeah. Can he handle that noise? Can he? If he can. can so, if he can handle playing against the Hawkeyes in Iowa, in Dem- I, I, I don't see why he can't he can't handle Seattle. So let, let, let me, I, I said this earlier in my other show, and I'm not going to blow it up, but if he plays really good and he takes us far into the playoffs, let's say we don't make the Super Bowl, 
but we we take us far into the playoffs. And this guy is like really impressive. Do you think there's a controversy next 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 year no. next year? No, no, no. It's it's he's the backup, and he came in and played. Yeah, that's what backups are supposed to do. They're supposed to come in and 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 play good on small. He'll stretches. be second string. If anything, he'll be just, up yeah. to third. I just do that to be funny. But the best thing of having Trey, at least we know if he plays really good, we have an ext- we have an awesome backup that if anything happens to Trey for a game or two, we know Brock can come in. That's, that's and, what and Kyle win. wants. Yeah. Kyle wants and, actual assurance. that. And I, I really, I really, this stood out to me a lot, is I liked how Trey was there during the game, you know, talking to Brock. That's what I was just about to say, too. I was like, you you saw they were like, you know, Trey and Pretty Mm -hmm. was sitting next to each other. I love Trey Lance, man. Everything about that kid. But I just, I hope he comes back and balls out next year. Well, I I like Brock. Brock's been raised properly, and so has uh, Trey Lance. I think those two guys can be really, really good friends as a starting quarterback and a backup. You don't see that very often. Uh Yeah, yeah, you want to, that's what you want. It's the way Montana was with uh, DeBerg. Yes, Steve. Yeah, Steve, and then also with Steve Bono. Yeah, him and Steve Bono were really good friends. So, um, hopefully, you know that's what we get. Uh, I was gonna say something else and I forgot. <laughs> I was just gonna say DeBerg. like Birdie's played a lot more in college too. Oh, so four years. Did you hear that? Yeah, did you so hear that? I heard that he turned down Alabama. Is that true? I think. I remember I, hearing about that. I couldn't Sorry. say. I couldn't. I couldn't say. I don't know if it's true, but they, they, he chose to go to Iowa State. So playing in the Pac-12, bro, that's the difference between him and, and, and Trey. Trey has a bigger arm, better attributes, but he didn't play much in, in college. Uh, not the same thing with Brock. Brock played all four years. He so played he a lot of. He played four time. years in an offense-driven conference. Yeah, that's the only thing is the Big 12's not always been all that great on defense. No. Yeah. So I found an article so it's saying he turned down offers from like Alabama and Texas A&M. Oh wow! Interesting. So he could have played in the SEC. Yeah. All right. So so he's smart. Yes. Intelligence. That's that's what tells me for uh, to be an Alabama guy, you got to be smart. Mm -hmm. So. so we saw Pretty get the ball out quick, uh, especially we when, when we saw Miami blitzing like crazy on him. Uh, he didn't get scared, nothing. He just took it, threw the ball where he found an open person. I mean, the guy looked like he, he's played a professional game already. <laughs> a game, yeah, he, game. he did a lot better than you would expect a backup coming mm-hmm. in against a good a I think he did beyond better than my expectation, yeah, he, to be honest with you. He did yeah, because, really well. like, I was surprised because, obviously, and this is no knock on Trey Lance, but, you know, Trey Lance did take some time to kind of get into games, right? Brock Purdy mm-hmm. kind of had the but same thing. But that's the experience that he has, yeah, though. Yeah, over yeah. Like, yeah. When, he, when he scored that – yeah. He scored that touchdown right before halftime. I was like, "Damn, dude, this kid's got ice. He's got ice right. in his veins. Holy shit!" Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was, that's was that's great, dude. Imagine yeah. when he has practice underneath him. Fucking yeah, ran, exactly. the, ran the fucking two minute drill to fucking a T and scored a touchdown. That so was, that was nice. Yeah, like I was, I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, there goes our season. Like you know, once Jimmy went down, but as I as the time went on and it's, we were seeing how pure. Purdy was playing and everything like that. Even though um, 
nobody has film on him or anything like that. I still think he played well enough to where, you know, he held it together. He he wasn't scared. He wasn't nervous. Like he looked like he he just went out there and just played played ball. Mm-hmm. You know, what scares me is if we do make the play, if we do get into playoffs with Purdy, it's Dallas's defense is will be the best defense we'll face. Even even if we get to the Super Bowl, there won't be an AFC team with a it defense. Can be better than uh, Eagles defense. I think I don't I, know. I think honestly, Cowboys defense is better than the Eagles defense. Eagles, the Eagles defense. They lost uh, Robert Quinn too to IR. Yeah, yeah they, they did. did. So I like the Eagles defense. I think they're good, but the Dallas's defense is a little better. I don't like their secondary. I think the Cowboys secondary sucks personally. I guess that's fair. It's I mean, Plus the Cowboys of, haven't really played fucking anybody. Like I mean, yeah. but they, they have a, yeah, that's true. But they have a good pass rush, which uh, McGlinchey is not going to do well against. Uh, <laughs> Micah Parsons. <laughs> I want to yeah. ask you guys a little a little question. Did you guys see the video from now the the, the uh, Finns TD Finns talking? Yes, that was, he was crying. He's so bad. Like, oh, I was yeah, crying. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's funny how uh, <laughs> <the Jordans laughs> were talking all that ish all week, and, and then, then they lost to Brock Purdy, bro. And it's like quiet. Moster they, they was lost to talking. Talking. Dude, quarterback. Yeah, dude, Brock Purdy was in. talking all his shit, and uh-huh. it's like, bro, you barely so, had any. Dude, together, I think they only had sixty-six yards. They legitimate. Yeah. Hey, they legitimate lost to Brock Purdy because when Brock Purdy came into the game, the Niners were losing, so he legitimately beat the Dolphins. Yeah. Did you, guys, did you guys see that thing that uh, Jesse put out, Justin Lehner? Oh yeah, yeah, with the the photos from. Uh, no, well, he was talking about uh, Purdy, uh, uh, Brock Purdy, about him wearing third, playing in the thirteen week, wearing number thirteen, uh, and he really broke it down how that thirteen oh, okay. really represents. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't find. I saw the I saw the like the photo charts of like comparing. Well, he's a he's a Marino he's a, and Brock Purdy. Brock's a Marino fan, I guess. Oh yeah, Marino. Yeah, that's right. He's a Marino. Marino was that the game? Chose thirteen. What yeah. happened, Brandon? So, and um, then, and then like, so, uh, uh, what do you call it? Let's flip to the opposite side of the ball. Let's okay. talk about our defense. Started <laughs> off rough, but they came back together. What do you think D'Amico Ryans did uh, to basically, let's just say, scare Tua for one? And, I mean, like, there was a bunch of open shots that Tua could have had, and he didn't complete them. And that's where I'm saying, like, D'Amico didn't do that much. Tua kind of played terribly. That helped us a lot, to be fair. Like, the D line was the best, the best in this game for defense wise. But like, we were we were getting burnt bad with that zone defense with with Our the Dolphins receivers. Not that they're horrible. It's just fucking. You can't. It's hard to play zone coverage against the Dolphins defense or offense. I said that in our in our show, our preview show. Like, I don't want to see that much zone against this offense. We were still playing zone. Tua made a lot of terrible, terrible throws that would have kept drives going, and that game could have went a lot different if he didn't make such terrible throws. So, like, our defense did really good and put a lot of pressure on him, but that game could have easily went the other way if he had, Tua didn't play so bad. Uh, we made the plays when it mattered, though, to, to win the game, so I'm not taking anything away from the defense. But when you run zone against that defense, that's those, those big plays that they made is going to happen. Yeah. Like – 
I understand the reasons of why you might not want to play man too, but it's like I would have liked, especially if it was a really close game, I would have liked to see, you know, some trying to slow the receivers down, get, you know, hurt to his timing, give the defensive line chances to get pressure on him because when they early in the game, two was getting the ball out super fast. Super fast, super fast. I'm like, well, if you're running zone defense, you're going to be able to get the ball out super fast every single time. You have to play man to stop that. And luckily, Tua had helped us because if we if he had been on like super accurate that game and we kept playing zone, he would have torched us. That's that's what I saw. Like, I know D'Amico likes to play the zone, but it's like some of these some certain offenses. I don't like playing the zone, and we just kind of lucked out a little bit, I think, in this in this game because Tua was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he was missing throws as the receivers were dropping. The receivers past. were wide open. He yeah, and they just open. dropped. Yeah, it's like, like Tyree Kill. We let him have his game, but it was like that didn't really affect. Tua was scared. He was playing scared. Well, yeah, that no O line, and then him being so fragile. And then I'm the surprised we didn't play more quarters in our defense than than playing zone, um, especially against that offense. Um, but you're right. If if Tua would have been accurate on his game, the type of way he he normally throws, we would have got burnt. And I know we got away from man because really we, I don't think Demico really trusts uh, Lenore on the opposite. I think if Manuel's, hey, I, I think if what's well, name would have been think. playing, they would have been playing man. Well, if we were playing man, then T- Ambry Thomas wouldn't look like such trash, and because he would play. That's the thing. When we played yeah. man, we so what we played man, we played man coverage against Dallas in the playoffs last year, right? Who had a, it, what, that was Amory Thomas's best game of the season. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts him when we play a lot of zone, but mm-hmm. D'Amico likes it. I'm telling you, like that's the thing is Amory Thomas is, gets shit on. He's not that bad. He's just not good at man. He's not good at zone coverage. He's a man coverage guy. That's just what he's good at. Yeah. So Lenore's better at zone but coverage. I can see why they try to do zone. I think D'Amico was kind of scared to play man, especially with those wideouts and that type of speed that the Miami throws. Didn't when make a difference. Able, you're killed. I know, but the zone the zone got destroyed. They yeah, just... no, no, no. I I don't think that's what he was planning to get destroyed, but I think that's what his, his outlook was. But you're right. Uh, what's the name? With that one pass where he threw over uh, Hill, he was wide open. All by I know. Himself. Exactly, or the one towards the sideline that he that they you know they're all wide open and he's just missing throws. That's why we that's that was the biggest difference in the game. I know it's not true, but I'm still going to put it that he was afraid of Eric Armstead because welcome back, Eric Armstead looked fucking fantastic, dude. He was the reason why that first interception took place. Oh, dude, that first Bosa sack too, dude. Yep. Fuck, dude, he fucking pushed, dude. He was pushing the freaking guys into freaking to his lap every time. Yeah. So that that I would when it comes to the defense, it's all the defensive line in this game. They are the reason all of that happened to have played bad. Everything the defensive line fully gets gets. Well, the, you, you guys heard the thing about the situation with uh, Bosa and uh, Kyle, right? Yeah, Kyle, Kyle did that on purpose. Yeah, he knew he was he was motivating. But he was motivating. Both motivation. Nick, and he, are you talking about the one where he said, "Don't talk, don't talk well, about Adam, me anymore"? It, yeah, it started. It started. Yeah, media yeah. started with. Uh, uh, Kyle in his press conference said that the linebackers pl- outplayed the defensive line against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So then here comes Bosa and has uh, has a three sack day and a and a block for the inner you know for the recovery touchdown by Greenlaw and he told uh, Kyle 
Howell said he was going to give him a hug, right? And he's like, and he gave him that mean look and said, don't you ever talk shit about me. But he used a different word. And, yeah, he said, uh, don't talk bad about me anymore. Yeah. But he said the F word. Did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, when, no, yeah so, so, like, I think Kyle did it on purpose. I think Kyle was motive, trying to motivate Nick a little bit, which it did work. <laughs> Hell, it woke his ass up, yeah. Yeah, Kyle knew what he was doing. And and bring but, it I, back to Eric Armstead, Matt. This guy is a beast. Oh, oh you can tell the defense missed him. Yeah, dude. everybody. Oh, the thing is, yeah, our did. fan base hates him so much. I love him, dude. Oh, he doesn't get the sacks. He doesn't get the dude. Yeah, and bro, it's like interior guys don't generally get a lot of sacks. If we get Kinlaw back, if we can get Kinlaw back, even at eighty percent, him and Armstead, fuck yeah, dude. I love that going into the into the um. Yeah, because yeah, now Ridgeway is going to be out like, for the regular. Yeah, because like, what I'm hoping is if we have to see Dallas in the playoffs, I'm hoping that fucking Kinlaw's there next yeah. to fucking Armstead. We shut that run game down. Even if we have Kinlaw just for the playoffs, I'm good. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, the only reason we don't, you know, we say he's a bust because he can't play. But if he's in there to play, I trust him playing well. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, he, if if he ever becomes a bust, it's not because of his talent or ability it's to play. He's not able to be on the field. He's an absolute fucking worth a first round pick. He's just his knee won't. His knee won't. It just keeps betraying him. Just people get in the Niners get in their feelings when the Niners fans get in their feelings about we took him too high. We you know we twenty twenty is always great when you see it from the you know we should have took Worf. Yes, we could have, but okay. I sometimes I. I freaking question our, our fans football IQ because <laughs> all the people saying they'd rather ride with Purdy over over Baker Mayfield and blah blah blah. I'm like, well, I I even okay, I are even you, question their IQ. I was like, I was like, didn't say anything because I didn't really want to like insult anybody, but I was getting annoyed. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Are you like, are you seriously gonna sit here and tell me? That a first overall pick who we've seen take his team to the playoff, win a playoff game, and at his best looks fucking um, looks fucking fantastic, would absolutely excel in Kyle's offense and give us a chance to legitimately put up points with all the and win a Super Bowl. You'd rather roll with Brock Purdy. How fucking dumb are you? Well, this is why the Rams stepped in. I don't care what people said. The Rams needed a. Yeah, they, they did, dude. Of course they, they did. did. They of course they did. The, Kyle, Kyle didn't still pissed push, off about even CMC. if they say, even if they say, Bro, Kyle didn't, it, yeah, if, yeah, even if they say Kyle didn't put a waiver in, he knew that fucking somebody was gonna take him. Yeah. Like you're not gonna let the Niners go fucking get fucking Baker Mayfield for nothing when they're down to their third string quarterback. Yep, dude, yeah. you fucking put Baker in that offense, he's gonna be good instantly. Yeah, I don't care what I'm, anybody says because he's. It's not like he's playing with a bunch of divas. But the thing is, does and, he... And Baker's going to throw the ball to the open receiver. He's not going to force it. He, he's not good when he forced it. That's what was so bad with him at, with OBJ. OBJ wants you to force the ball to him. That's not Baker's game. Baker's going to read the field and find the open man and make the play. If you're going to make him force it and stop reading the field, he's going to look. He's it's going to hurt his game. He can read the field. He can make all the reads and fucking find the open receiver. But when he's trying to force the fucking quarter, the, force the ball to fucking Beckham, he's going to look terrible. That's why that never worked. Yeah, you, you know, so that and then, you know, they had other stuff, but Baker was never going to work in Carolina because they're a fucking dumpster fire. But he would have come here. Fuck, dude, he would have been. I don't care what anybody says. We would have fucking probably won the Super Bowl. I'm serious. 
I yeah. firmly believe had he come here, yeah, we could have won the Super Bowl. Because I, I think he's similar to Jimmy Garoppolo in some and ways. And everybody too. doesn't want him because they're worried about his attitude. They're worried about that. I don't give a fuck if he gives me the fucking number Winning six. Who gives up attitudes, bro? Exactly. Yeah. Like I was fucking losing my mind. How dumb people seem to me on fucking Twitter. Like, what the fuck do you mean you don't want Baker Mayfield? He's the fucking. He's not. He doesn't suck. He obviously doesn't suck. Yeah. He just got fucked because yeah, the Browns. No way we're gonna get him. The, the, I know we were never going to get him, but the Browns are fucking stupid because they wasted all that money when there was nothing wrong with Baker, other than he. he and then he, obviously Carolina's a dumpster fire. That's not Baker's fucking fault either. I want to say something real quick. I just, I, I, I just it blows my fucking mind. All these people saying no, Baker, bro, you're fucking saying no to the first overall fucking pick, who's. Taking his team to a playoff game who hadn't won one in fucking and won a playoff game who hadn't won one in almost thirty years, or whatever it is, nineteen ninety five, whatever the fucking last time they won a playoff game or whatever it was, fucking won them a playoff game, fucking went down to the fucking end with fucking Kansas City, and you know what I mean, like at, at his best, who was fucking fantastic had less than 10 interceptions that that season when he was at his best. You're fucking telling me you want to roll with Brock fucking Purdy? Mr. Irrelevant over that? What the fuck are you thinking? Like, are you... I, we, I, it didn't happen, but I guarantee if we would have got Baker Mayfield, he, we would have won the fucking Super Bowl, and you can't tell me otherwise. Because he's not, he's even... He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to actually put up 30 points a game for this in that Niners offense. I want yeah, to just say I really believe the Rams for, took him. Yeah. The Rams don't need yeah. him. They have a losing season. Dude, he he would have never he, he he the way he reads the field every time Kyle's like this guy's going to be open, Baker would have found him. Kyle's like on this play, this is who's going to be open. Baker Baker would have found him. Cuz that's what Baker does. That's the kind of that's And he would have had a connection with CMC already cuz you know Atlanta. As soon as you I mean, everybody sorry. started yeah. knocking his game as soon as Bosa they would have to kick his ass though for the first <laughs> As soon as as soon Bro, as things start would be personal during practice. I know, right? As Baker. soon as things started going bad with Odell, that's when things started going downhill with the Browns and and Baker because he was not reading the field, he was not you know he was just yeah, staring down also... Odell because he was trying to force the ball to Odell cuz Odell's they're, they're also saying that there was drama in, in the Panthers locker room as well with him. No, they said he was liked. Oh, really? Yeah, it was more right. people 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 don't like but Baker Mayfield because he's he's the kind of guy who's pro- definitely had a chip on his shoulder his whole career, his whole football career because of the way he's probably been treated. So he has a lot of moxie and and whatnot. He he does. He's got a shit ton of moxie, like and people don't like that. It rubs them the wrong way. Faker Mayfield. <laughs> okay, I wanna let's let's talk about this comment real quick. Uh, so David McNew says Faker Mayfield couldn't get it done with OBJ Landry in a really good. I literally just said in, why. I literally not easy to learn. Just said why what it was bad because he was trying to force it to Odell all the time, and when even when Odell wasn't open because Odell was fucking crying for the ball all the time. Before, I wanted Od- to... before Odell, dude, they were great. Yeah, I wanted to say something real quick about your earlier comment saying that, and, you know. Bob- hold on. That, to that other comment, Baker was fucking playing with a goddamn torn labrum. So fucking get away from this fucking. He was fucking playing with a torn labrum. He should have been out the whole season. So OBJ and an O-line. Yeah, he's fucking playing with a goddamn torn labrum. What the fuck do you expect? The labrum's where your fucking arm strength comes from. Yeah, because even Kittle had a torn labrum. Yeah, you well as a quarterback, you can't. 
fucking, I mean, I think throw. it was his left arm. It was his left arm, but you know, the torque from your fucking arm strength is gonna it comes from your shoulders and your chest. It's gonna hard, be hard to fucking throw and and fucking be accurate. So when you're fucking torn labrum, that I have fucking shoulder issues. Like the labrum is a. Uh, if he was healthy and didn't have that term labrum, the the Browns would have been a lot better. He was obviously playing injured the whole season. Unfortunately, neither here or there, brother. He's just, with the Rams. Know. He's not coming here. So yeah. your point, unfortunately, will never, will never know. I know, I know that sucks because I wish it would have, and then he would have fucking killed it, and I would have been, I would have just told all these Niner fans, you guys are fucking stupid, thinking it would have been better to roll with Brock Purdy, but now I don't get the chance because he didn't make it to the Niners. Those Niner fans are going to always say that they were right, you were wrong. They're not fucking right. They're fucking I'm just dumb saying, as shit. Yo, I hear you, but no, yeah, and there's right, no media, way to prove you it. Tell me you're a fucking football fan and you know football, and you fucking tell me Brock Purdy's better fucking option than Baker Mayfield. Get the fuck out of here. All right, I wanted to All say right, something real ahead, quick yeah. about your earlier comments. Like, oh, sorry. About, about the thing. No, you're good. Um, Get out of the also, toilet bowl, why the hell? People, <laughs> why the hell were people That's saying, cool. "Bring back Drew Brees, bring back um, Philip Rivers, and then bring back uh." Go get Cam Newton, like bro. Those people haven't even practiced. They haven't played in a few years. Like they're busy being analysts or just chilling at home. Like freaking Philip Rivers has a bunch of kids that he's taking care of. Like bro, Baker Mayfield at least was practicing. I, I think we people like you to go by the names, page. bro. It's just the names, you yeah. know, the big names like uh, Drew Brees, uh, the big name, but they're not. What we need right now, you know what I mean? Baker Mayfield would have stepped in. At least he would have been a backup, and then if he would have worked his way up to take over Brock, who knows? uh, That would have been seen in practice, possibility, you know, how far we would have gone. But uh, we're stuck with Josh Johnson, and that's just the reality of it. Uh, So unless unless Jimmy comes back in the playoffs, in my opinion, we're not winning. Well, we're not winning the Super Bowl. I'm gonna go for the ride the rest of the season, but like. Yeah, I'm thinking one game at a time now. I know the chances yeah. of like, I thought the whole point of the Niners was the Super Bowl. So when people were saying with riding with Brock Purdy, I was like, so you guys don't want to win a Super Bowl, or yeah, because you're telling me the first ever, the first ever rookie quarterback to win a Super Bowl is going to be. Brock it's never Purdy. been done. It's never been done. I mean, there's gonna... always a first, but it's never been done. Yeah, I and you're telling me it's going to be Brock Purdy's going to be the first one. I mean, like you guys are fucking on to go into Dallas or to go into Philly and play in that environment with a rookie third string. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely going to be tough. But we'll find out more in the next two weeks about who this Brock kid is. Um, definitely. Uh, the plays out, you know, the the whole uh, Buccaneers game. Eh, if we win it, that's great. But Buccaneers, the Buccaneers are football. fucking terrible. We should yeah. win that game. They're their D line though is definitely better than like the the yeah. The, no, they're I interior. Mean, yeah, and they're yeah, linebackers. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see how. I mean, I'm more see, worried about. Their I don't know how Seattle's playing so damn good. I I still haven't uh, understood. Yeah, Pete I don't know. You got to give it to Pete. Good coaching. I know. That's that's he can hate Pete Carroll, but the Duke can coach. Yeah, that's fair. He can, but we got to win that game too. Like that's the thing is that I feel like we got to win two more games, but it has one one has to be against Seattle. Yeah, I was, was looking at the conferences. Two. I was looking at the division games. If we if we win if we, if we win the Bucks and we beat Seattle, 
there's no way we're losing the, the NFC Championship. I mean, the, excuse me, the, the division. NFC West, yeah. NFC West. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We need to win the next two games. Then we'll be 10-4. and four. Yeah, because, like, beating Washington, they're playing pretty well right now. So I, I don't see I don't see why we couldn't get two more wins, but that's what we got to get to to get, uh, yeah. get into the playoffs. But hmm. I'm, I, I don't know yet. I don't. Brock Brady hey, looked good against the Dolphins coming in, just, but I want to see him in a full yeah. game and how yeah, it looks. Yeah, hey, that's fair. That's just fair. Real quick. Let's, see, let's see how he looks on the script plays to start the game. That's what hey, I'm, I'm interested to see. Go, go Brandon. Mr. Shadow wants uh, to talk. Just, <laughs> just real quick. Um, so I was watching NFL Live today, and uh, during that time, uh, the news broke where – Stop it, lefty. Get out of get there. That that's, out of here. Brandon's, that's Brandon's Stop. present, dude. You're just Yankee mad that you, okay. you're just okay. no. You're just mad that you all He's lost uh, freaking Cody hey. Bellinger today. Okay, I'm not even a D- Dodgers fan. It's just to fuck with Brandon. <laughs> well, I'm talking to Brandon. Okay. So, anyways, so they were saying that uh, it was during when we heard about the Jimmy news, Jimmy G news, right? And Ryan Clark was saying something like, "This is gonna be something like." Uh, why are you saying in the chat, uh, Christian? How it was with Brady and um, um, I'm, 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 God, I'm blanking on his name right now. Bledsoe. <laughs> when Brady first came in. Bledsoe. 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 Eric Bledsoe. Good job, media. Yeah. Yeah, where uh, uh, took a seat because um, he was injured as well, right? And Brady came in and he ended up just taking them through the playoffs or whatever. Won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. His second he, year. He mentioned that into – Garoppolo and Brock Purdy. So I thought that was kind of well, interesting. It'd be more probably a Nick Foles. <laughs> it'd probably be more like a Nick Foles type thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Not, not that Wentz. Brady, not that, or not that Garoppolo was playing at the level that Wentz was that season, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he could come so I thought in, that was weird. If he can come in and, I mean, it's different because Foles wasn't a rookie either, but if he could come in and, and do what if, Foles did, if, I'm, if I'm all can, for it, but. If we can keep it 100, 100 bro. If if Kansas City loses Mahomes, they're done. If Bengals loses Joe Burrows, they're done. If Josh Allen goes out, Bills are done. Mm-hmm. This de- this Niners team is not built around the quarterback. It's built around a great defense and a great running game. Yeah, that's true. And if you can get a quarterback that can just not screw it up mm-hmm. and get the ball to the playmakers, which they do have, um, this is why we we can still win games without Garoppolo. Because the way this system's built, but it, I, you know, we're not dependent of, on the quarterback yet. All, so, like, I know because I don't trust Purdy yet. But what if what Purdy has to do to win games is be money on third down, and, and he was so not far. turn the not turn the ball over. Yeah, but it, it if he if he fully trusts Kyle's offense, he those things he can do those things because yep. that's that's the difference I saw between him and Jimmy because Jimmy never feels like he fully. Un- Fully trust the offense. Like he doesn't fully trust that receivers are just going to be open, or or know that like, hey, this guy's probably going to be open. I shouldn't just stare down Kittle and then have to kick a field goal when McCaffrey's wide open for a touchdown on the other side, and I never looked at him. I, I'm getting the feeling, hopefully, that Purdy can be a little bit better at that because it what the one feeling I did get watching that game was, oh man, he. He trusts Kyle's offense. He trusts what Kyle tells him is going to happen. Maybe he can do what Jimmy was doing and maybe even a little better, I'm hoping. I mean, he doesn't have to throw the ball deep, really, with it not having a strong arm, Because so it's no different than 
the Jimmy offense, and the Jimmy offense isn't that hard to run. If he can even do it a little bit better, maybe that gives us a chance. And if he can play more, if he can play mistake free, well, not mistake free, but limit the mistakes. Yeah. But he's he also does. He also is already doing already doing what Jimmy never does. What Jim, he does, what Jimmy, what, Jimmy. Why did Jimmy get hurt, guys? Why? That's just. What did he not do? What 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 could have if he what could have he have like throw the, ball. throw the ball away? Yeah. If he throws the ball away right away when he starts running out of the pocket, he doesn't. They it's don't so come weird him. because Garoppolo does that in like some games where he'll actually throw yeah. it out, and then it's but like, why aren't you doing what it? it? Like. This. What did what I did like? What did Purdy do consistently? He threw that. He just threw the ball away. But I gotta I gotta say this too. Kyle should have called a timeout before that. Uh, before that play with Jimmy uh, and gave him yeah. a chance to re look at the play. I know. In fact, did he didn't call a timeout. I'm not saying that that would have prevented the injury, but who knows? It's just. I mean, yeah, as you know, definitely hindsight's twenty twenty. But correct. It's just frustrating to know that. Jimmy's one of the biggest knocks we've had on Jimmy not throwing the ball away kind of led to his injury. Can, can at least That's we all agree on this that at least it's not Nick Mullins back there playing against the Bucks this Sunday? It's going to be I think, Brock. So I think what's exciting for us is we don't know. Yeah, it's not Brock Purdy yet. So, and he did good against Miami. So there's a lot of excitement. But for me, I'm not getting too excited because <laughs> I know better. <laughs> I know yeah. better. Yeah. We've yeah. had too many years in the since i've been my whole time being a niners fan my whole life of bad quarterback play and mediocre quarterback play so it's I'm like not, looking at a chevy camaro bro and then realizes it's a, it's a v6 instead of v8 you're like exactly what? exactly it looks nice on the outside but the performance not the same so we'll we'll definitely find out uh, a lot about brock in this game against uh uh the bucks but more yeah. seattle so it's crazy because i'll tell you what the uh, maybe injuries been undid, but this team would be unstable if had a legitimate quarterback. You put Joe Burrow back there <laughs> in that offense, or oh, man. man, dude, this offense with a good quarterback, or this team with a good quarterback would be fucking insane. Like one that could win games for you, Fuck, damn. Like, did you guys yeah. see that that game winning the game winning throw fucking Bur- Burrow made to Higgins and that amazing catch? I was like, holy fuck, dude! That's, that guy's like my favorite guy in the league, Joe Burrow. I like He's Joe Burrow. Yeah. So, um, I think we're gonna wrap it up here because Beto has to go as well, anyways. Um, so just real fast, uh, who's your guys' MVP of the game? Um, and then we'll end it after that. Uh, Beto, go ahead, go first. For uh, the Bucks game, it's going to be for me Bosa. I, I, we need another strong out in a Bosa. He, he needs to get on Tom Brady, knock him on his ass, and uh, put the fear in his in his old man. Uh, for me, Bosa definitely. All right, media. Uh, wait, were you asking for this game or like the next game? Uh, I was talking about the Dolphins game, but that's okay. Oh, okay. okay I'll oh, the go. Dolphins game. Yeah, like who was your MVP for you? I'll still stay with Bosa because he got okay. three sacks. So. Yeah, he had three sacks, dude. Yeah, I would and say Bosa, but I'm going to go a little different just because I don't want to be going the same because you guys are probably going to say Bosa too. 
I'm going to go with Fred Warner because, man, that dude's just been balling consistently now. Like, he's everywhere. He, he got the game, you know, the, the pick at the end to make sure that the game was over. You know, I almost want to pick Dre Greenlaw, though, because he had the, you know, touchdown. So, Fred Warner's my MVP. All right. Christian. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll go Armstead just because he looked fucking fantastic coming back, and his push up the middle really helped like Bosa a lot. Yeah. All right, and then me, I'm gonna say Drake Greenlaw because I liked how he uh, took uh, Tyree Kill's mouthpiece, and he also mentioned how it, he said that he was he was telling Tyreek that he was gonna beat his ass, um, <laughs> destroy his ass or whatever. So who, do, wait, who did? Who did? Who did that? Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Oh, dude, Greenlaw's a fucking badass. Yeah, dude. he's an animal. So, um, yeah, um, I think that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, for those of you in the chat, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, it, it was a good show. Uh, we missed some people today, but that's all right. Uh, catch us on the next one. Oh, Bashar, you just joined us hella late, man. I know, I know. <laughs> I was busy. Hey, hey it's Dion didn't good, even man. show up. <laughs> I know. Who did but, show up? Hey, no, he Dion. didn't. Or, no, uh, Dion, okay. We're uh, we're gonna end it right now, but we'll be back to preview the Bucks game, <laughs> and hopefully everybody will join. Uh, well, Charlie, say bye yeah. to everybody. <laughs> bye guys. <laughs> but uh, until... <laughs> I had to bring some type of comedy to the show. You Fucking know, COVID late, dude. What's up, guys? <laughs> this guy. Hey. For sure. I'm gonna have to start taking tardies. Hey, what's bro. that meme? What's yep. that meme of fucking of uh Homer's dad, fucking Grandpa Simpson, dude? Fucking <laughs> walks on in with his hat. Hey, good thing, good thing it didn't stream. Good thing it didn't stream to my channel. I was looking up top of the streets by channel or not. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, it's on Dion's I th- channel. I th- yeah, it's I know. Dion's. I thought Dion was Dion never said if he was coming or not. So, <laughs> so you took me uh, up, but you didn't take off Dion. Like, like you did. So it's all good. But uh, My bad. we'll uh, we'll be back the, later this week. Um, Christian's gonna be with me this time uh, this weekend, so we'll probably do a show together live, uh, along with the Hive guys to preview the Bucks show. And if Media Beto and Bashar, you guys want to join, let me know, man. Yep. Um, but until next time, guys, go Niners! Peace, go Niners! Go Niners! Niners. Niners.